Hello and welcome to Babelfish, the podcast for non-believers. Humanists, freethinkers and atheists tell me their life stories. They share their challenges and the work they do for humanism and human rights. You can support Babelfish by donating money through tenor.pk. You'll find the link in the episode description. It's up to you how much money you want to donate per episode. It's your choice and I'll be grateful for any donations. Hello and welcome to this episode of the podcast where I'll be talking to Ruth. Maybe you can present yourself. Uh, hi, my name is Ruth. Yeah, I live and work in Nairobi. I'm a lawyer by training and I also uh, teach at a local university. Uh, and What I'm do you teach? Law. Law. Yeah. yeah. And I'm um, looking forward to having this chat with you. Yeah. And um, you know, I'm interested in hearing how you become uh, became a non-believer. Mm-hmm. Your life story. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me a bit about your background? Um, background uh, in terms of how I grew up. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I come from a religiously diverse family in terms of like uh, we've never had one church that we belong to as a, a family. Like we'd go to any church. Oh, provided, so you changed churches. Yeah, yeah. provided it, went, it wasn't any of these mainstream churches that has been Catholic, Presbyterian, or Adventist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, that, uh, that aside, uh, I've, been, I've always been a curious person. Like, I never really understood why we needed to be forced to go to church instead of sleeping in on Sunday or just <laughs> relaxing. Mm. You know, when you're compelled to do something, you have to ask why. And when you ask why, no answer is normally given. Instead, you're told, uh, get up, get dressed, get ready, we're going to church. Uh, so I remember like when I was in primary school, and that's when I... I started questioning these things. I never took uh, religion as seriously as everybody else did. And I remember even one at one point getting punished for going out to sunbathe instead of listening to mm. uh, the pastor who was preaching inside uh, a hall. Because to me, whatever he was saying was like, really, I wasn't buying it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't interested. No. Yeah. Then I was also very curious that um, during exams or like actually like at school during exams or people have problem problems they really required to pray. I didn't understand why. Okay. Mm. So the purpose of praying. So I really do not have like uh, that light bulb moment that I can say this is the moment that. I stopped going to church or I stopped believing in God. It's been a process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So different things have happened and you get yourself questioning, like, really, is this even right? Mm. You get to then, um, thanks to the internet, there's a lot of information out there. I didn't even know that, like, we had a one, like, atheist. We had humanist. Mm. We had fundamentalism. I didn't know. These are things that I came across, and uh, one of the most informative 
group I came across was the Open Cards Initiative in Kenya. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I came across it. I don't actually remember how. However, I was so fascinated. Yeah. Because in that group, people would talk about anything and everything. And I was like, I'm home. Mm. It was like uh, an epiphany. Yeah. Yeah. To realize. So we have so many people out there who are questioning this, this, not just mm. me. It's, it, was, it was a good thing. I don't have any particular moment I can say that from this date is when I stop or from this year is when I stopped. Mm. I can just say in my entire life, I've loved reading stories, storybooks. I read, I'm, I'm a nerd, kind of. So <laughs> You read anything, everything <laughs> I, I, you could yes. find? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you can imagine I read Bible stories where you have the two mm. donkeys and all that. But I couldn't understand why, why is this a special story and not uh, Rapunzel. <laughs> yeah, not, like the fairy tales. I, yeah. You know, like yeah. why you're being told that this is actually like a special. We need to believe this, but these ones are just stories. And in any event, mm. to me, the stories of uh, the witches putting a curse on was it young Snow White? Yeah, it was on mm. uh, Snow White. She fell asleep hiding yeah. in the apple. Oh, that was the poison. Yeah. That was, that was the poisoned apple. I remember there was this other story book. I tried to remember it. Where, um, Sleeping Beauty. Oh. Was it Sleeping Beauty? I think so. She slept for 100 but years. Sleeping Beauty yeah. and Snow White are different, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I think for Sleeping Beauty that when she was a child, people had to go when she was... Uh, her, I think it was her naming ceremony. Okay. And when people are supposed to... Yeah, it was her naming ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. 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 So, uh, this... Which bad witch comes and says, you know what? Uh, at this age, you're going to do this and this something bad will happen to you. Mm. To me, that was even a bit more believable <laughs> than, <laughs> than the Bible. Than this story. Ah. But I didn't get why we had to have this special. But, you know, mm. uh, from a young age, you're told do not question. Do not. It's not something that is encouraged. Yeah. So... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so when did you come part of the Three Fingers group? I actually don't know unless I check my notifications, okay. but I've been a member, I think, in the 23rd, probably 2014 oh, or so 2013. Five yeah, yeah. 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 six years, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a while. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. been a while. I, it's actually one of the most, I think, groups with a lot of discussion on like phasing, atheism, mm. okay, not so much on humanism, but it's, I think it's because there's that assumption that everybody who's an atheist is supports humanistic values, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you discussed in the Facebook group, or do you ever meet and have discussions? Well, Fika mm. has meetings, okay. But I've never attended any because they are on Friday <laughs> at <Okay>. five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. After um, a long week. And yeah. yeah, and they they are good meetings. However, I find it so difficult because uh, I think Friday, after a long week, I just want to go home and yeah. sleep. <laughs> That's, that's understandable. <laughs> yes. I think I would do the same. <laughs> yes, I don't. Like, it hits that time. I'm like, eh, mm-hmm. let me just go and sleep because this means that. Mm. 
tomorrow I can sleep in and you know just relax. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. So, but you're also being in you've been involved in this uh, ceremonies, the yes. humanist ceremonies. Yes, um, uh, I I thanks to Fika met mm. this guy called SS Semakula. Semakula is Kato's friend. Yeah. So Kato had this program on humanist celebra- celebrants. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know what it was, but I was attracted to it. Mm-hmm. And I SS asked us in the group that uh, if anybody's interested, let me know. And I said, yeah, I am. Okay. So you went through training? Went through training. I have a lot of humanist materials, but I only managed to do... I have a very busy schedule mm. but i managed to do two exams that is on weddings yeah and baby naming ceremonies yeah. so i didn't know this was possible that it was possible for you to actually have a wedding ceremony like an actual ceremony outside religion yeah because in kenya if you don't want to have a a church wedding, basically what you do is go to the AGs and the AGs is, I think it's like a two, three minute thing and you're done. Mm-hmm. Then like for my friends who know I've done the AGs wedding, after um, the AG, they just go and have an after party and then that's it. Okay, yeah. However, with the, like the humanist weddings, you actually get to have a proper wedding with friends and family after the ages, you know, just mm. have, you know, if you wanted a white wedding with people and then a nice meal after, you, you actually uh, actualize that, mm. which is something that is so good. Yeah. Mm. So, you, and you will be graduating? Yes, Sunday. on Sunday. I wish I could go, but something has come up. So okay. this weekend, I'm not, I was really looking forward to going. I have to cut all that I'll make time. I have to go and see because I think what he's doing in Kasese is amazing. Mm. We don't have a humanist school in Kenya. <laughs> in Uganda, and he you has, would like to have one. Yes, yeah. like he has a whole school with placards that say like "No prayers here, mm. uh, leave your religion I think at home," or "We are here promoting rational thinking. We believe in science." Mm. You know, can you imagine if that happened in Kenya? There will be so much protest. There will be protests, you think? I think so, because okay. when uh, I remember I assisted Harrison with his uh, registration of uh, atheists in Kenya, yeah. and when it was registered, oh my God, there was an outcry. Why are you doing this? Is devil worshiping? This is, you know, because you can have this assumption that whatever you don't understand, you give it a label, which is in most instances not a nice label. Mm. Uh, they call you satanists, devil worshippers. They think that you're lost. But <laughs> thanks to that pressure mm. from the church, I don't know if Harrison told you he, the registration mm. was suspended. He had yeah. to go to court. Yes. Yeah. So I can imagine if you started at school, it would be. I'm sure there'd be a lot of. There's a there's a bit of conservativeness in Kenya. But anyway, I may be wrong, and I hope I'm wrong. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Such that by the time we get a humanist school in Kenya, at the university level, at least there's one university that uh, calls itself a secular university from the upfront. 
Mm. And that is, it's, uh, it's called Kiriri Women's University of Science, I think, and Technology. It's the only university I know in Kenya that says this is a secular The rest of the universities are religious? They have oh. buses, they have a oh. school chaplain, they have, you know, they have prayer days, they have Thanksgiving, they have, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whether public or private, but now for Kiriri, it's a private uh, university, mm-hmm. but it's the only university that I have come across that is, from the word go, it says we are mm. a secular institution. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But there are no secular schools, high schools, or primary. No, I'm no. yet to come across all, because my understanding is that all schools uh, must have, must be attached to a particular religion, mm. uh, whether public or private. So you find that if you a public school, you find they're either run by the Catholic, the most of the mainstream religion, basically. Even though they're and public schools? Yes. Okay. So you find that uh, this school is either affiliated with Presbyterian, mm. Catholic, like the school I went to, yes, it was a public school, but it was affiliated to the Catholic Church. Oh. So you have to go for masses every, like we had to go once a week. Uh, in primary, we used to go mm. on Saturdays, and on in high school, we used to mm. go on Wednesdays. But that's really interesting because your constitution is secular. So how come uh, the education system religious? Um, right now, like in the education system, those are among the challenges that um, people are going to start fighting. Huh? Mm. Because uh, our constitution is pretty young. It's mm. just from 2010. The 2012 was promulgated. Nine years old. Yes, yeah. nine, like it's a pretty young yeah. constitution. But as you can see, um, was it last week? There was a young girl with a Rastafarian girl yeah, who was who, expelled from school. Yeah, and asked, like you can imagine the nerve of a principal telling you, uh, "Go home," yeah, because you have locks. And uh, she goes a step further and tells you, in this school, you only recognize Christians. There's this uh, other religion called Wakorinos. They wear headscarves oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, for the women and then turbans for the guy and Muslims who wear the hijabs. And goes like, for you as a Rastafarian, I'm sorry, you don't recognize that. Yeah. But I'm glad today I read that the CS has directed that head stretch to allow her to go back to school. Okay, so she can come back. Yeah. yeah, and not cut her locks. Like she can actually even wear it without even the turban, which is very, very like it's progressive. So she doesn't have to cover her dreadlocks. Exactly, oh. exactly. Yeah, because I would understand. Yeah, like my dreadlocks are not here for religious purposes. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I know people. Yeah, uh, whose dreadlocks is their life. Like, yeah. if you tell them to cut them, mm-hmm. and they'll. They would even rather die than even. It's like the scar for the turban. Exactly, yeah, it means so much yeah. to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I and this particular family is one of those Rastafarian families, and you know what, Rastafarianism teaches. It's like a humanist religion. Actually, I don't think there's a religion that is uh, more centered on making you a better human being mm. than the Rastafarianism because mm. their, their doctrine is like you know what be a better person there's yeah. no need 
for you having so much power to just have it to yourself your people are suffering it doesn't make sense so yeah. alleviate human suffering mm. yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. so there will be some changes you think due to the change in the constitution and also due to changes in people's minds um, most of them are championed by the constitution mm. but at the same time i'm even seeing the attitude of kenyans okay when this uh, issue of the rastafarian girl uh, came out kenyans were divided uh, there are those who are saying you know what is the school rules cut the locks um And people like if it's your religion you are entitled to eat it's so unfair mm. so at least i can see people are the attitude is changing okay. they are trying to embrace the uh, differences within the society because i believe they know that just because you're from a different culture religion it doesn't mean you're a bad person mm. okay and like when you were young or you knew that if somebody is like you somebody is a jehovah's witness that is a devil worshiper <laughs> if somebody yeah. is catholic <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. basically uh, it's if i hadn't gone to the school i went to where i met people from different faiths mm. i think i'll be such a is it a bigot <laughs> <laughs> because I, you ha- hadn't met anybody that was different no yeah because okay. everybody like i grew up in a, like i've had a pretty sheltered life yeah mm. so everybody around me you know you you judge people by the religion they have the language they speak you know mm. and those are things that you have to unlearn huh? but i'm glad i started unlearning this like a long time ago to embrace like okay fine i went to catholic churches in a time because like it was compulsory mm. and guess what i did not die i did not convert i did not mm. nothing then i had friends who were catholics and they were actually okay people yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> i mean yeah. if confirmation is such a big thing to them they yeah. do it in yeah. where i grew up no we didn't have that no which comes to easter to them easter is a big deal mm. for me easter 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 wasn't a big deal or rather to to date it's not a big deal it's for this holiday yeah but This one time I was in school over Easter and I remember that to date because I have never seen people so happy and dancing. Do you think the school system can change? It's not so religious and it will be more diverse? Well, it depends on how we decide to interpret our constitution, yeah. Mm. I think for public school for sure it can change because public school is public funds you know open to everyone and discrimination is not allowed mm. but another question my my concern normally is what happens to private school like if i'm a rastafarian mm. or what stops me from opening a school for rastafarians and say like you know what uh, i have to teach your children rastafarians because mm. yeah. it happens when you go to this deeply like uh oh, i went to a catholic school but uh, the order that was under we, ne- we weren't taught catholicism like these okay. are the catholic yeah. rights these are no it wasn't part of it mm. however there are some schools where cat- learning catholicism is part of the curriculum yeah it's so they're indoctrinating 
exactly yeah. and i don't support it mm-hmm. but you know like the catholics in kenya have control a lot of property they have they have a lot of power in this country our president is catholic mm. i mean when the pope came to kenya we had a public holiday you did <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. So you got a day off. I yeah. got a day off, yeah. Mm. And so we have those institutions that insist that if you're going to bring your child to my school, you're going to follow my rules. Mm. Okay. And one of those rules is you have to we have to teach you our doctrines. And you know, of course, uh, when it comes to indoctrination, you never see the bad side of you always teach you oh this is like the best thing that can ever mm. happen to your life this is what is going to you know yeah and i've seen the bad side of it yeah and i don't think it's right no but i don't know whether it's something that is possible that you can compel an institution which is private not to indoctrinate mm. uh, children yeah okay yeah it would be difficult to impose on yeah, those schools. Yeah. In public schools, you can demand because they are open to everyone. Yeah. Like they have no basis mm. of demanding that your child attends a particular mm. uh, religious yeah. activity. But in private school, and then there are so many private schools in this country, but I don't think there's many of the public. I don't have statistics, but... No, okay. Yeah. And how uh, are non-believers treated? Ah, with so much... Um, what is the word? Which word can I use? People look at you like there's some sort of discrimination, uh, such that if you tell somebody, "I do not believe," you're mm. not a religious person, you can even miss out on a job. Okay. Like it's that bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, people can exclude you from the events. I remember there's a friend of mine who was excluded from family events. So the family excluded your friend? Yeah, okay. So yeah. some families can also have yeah. a, can also react uh, they, in a strong way? Yeah. Mm. So you find that people people don't understand because they think it's confusing, yeah? Mm. Because uh, we're in a society that believes that if you do not believe in God, you are a bad person. Yeah. Then they meet you and they're like, you're not an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you don't believe in God. <laughs> yeah. It's because they think that you only you're only a good person to have a good moral and ethics exactly. if you believe in a God. Exactly. Yeah. Because I get asked so where do you get your morals from? Mm. How do you distinguish between right and right and wrong? You know, like because you have to be told what is right and wrong. Exactly, yeah. by a higher being. Mm. Like, no, no, no. Like, today I had an incident at the supermarket. Mm, I was purchasing some stuff, yeah? Yeah. Then I wanted, uh, you know, like, nowadays you have to buy the non-woven bags. Mm. Then this lady goes like, okay, uh, do they want the cards? Because uh, I don't have the value card. I was mm. like, fine, I'll give you my points. I don't need them anyway. Mm. So I swipe in give her back her card so as i was getting the nanoven bag she wanted to give me her she had an extra one saying like i don't need one because i this what i have i can just fit in my bag i'm like okay thank you but i already got one but maybe might assist somebody else then she goes and asks she goes ahead to ask me uh 
Are you saved? No. Um, do you believe in Jesus? No. So, young, beautiful girl, you need to believe in Jesus and get saved because, and it's not something that is complicated. You just need to say, Jesus, save me, blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, 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 thank you, but no. So you just have to say the sentence and then you would be saved? Yes. And only that, nowadays, I don't have the time to sit and argue with a stranger because no. she was a stranger over her religious matters mm. because it never amounts to anything because you know the a religious person not change their mind because even if you give them any evidence mm. if they are fundamental they will not change their mind no no it's difficult it's difficult yeah, yeah? so i've seen this i would have this Discussions maybe with my friends or people I know or someone that has really really annoyed me. Mm. Yeah. Then yeah, I usually have this like, do you go to church? I'm like, yes. Who's your God? There's this guy from Western Kenya. Mm. I'm like, yeah, that guy Jehovah Wanyonyo is my God, and this yeah, he's the one true God. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to share everything with strangers. No. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I I just like to kill the conversation mm. and just end like, do you believe in Jesus? No. Mm. Why? Because this guy is my God, and you know, there's even John the Baptist in Kakamega, which is a region up mm. Western Kenya. And if you want to argue, I'm like, fine. If you want us to argue, first you have to accept this guy. Mm. Are you gonna do it? And if the answer is no, then yeah this conversation is over yeah. you know yeah exactly it, and how about uh, family and friends and uh, my friends are still my friends I don't, okay i don't think i've lost any friends uh, due to my religious beliefs mm. they know what i do and don't yeah uh, however you know religious people how it is they try to impose your religion their religion whenever the opportunity mm -hmm. comes yeah? mm -hmm. like every every time you do something they'll end with oh god bless you be blessed you know nonsense like that okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh, it's exhausting to keep fighting yeah so you just be like forever yeah just stop yeah you just Arguing, move on yeah yeah. You know, you just... And how about family? My family, okay, my mom is still in denial. My dad tries to understand. Okay. Yeah, my siblings, they're like, ah, I think I have, they see like it's a rebellion or, I don't know. Okay. They think you're just rebellious <laughs> and you will come back one day. Uh, yeah. Okay. My mom is so hopeful and I'm yeah. like, no. Oh. So you would like to... Uh, conduct a humanist wedding at some point. I would love to. Yeah. And even better still, I would love to have a baby naming ceremony. No, yeah. like sleeping beauty, but without the <laughs> the evil witch. Yeah, because yeah. we don't have naming ceremonies in no. Kenya. But I think it's actually a nice thing to do mm. uh, for your child to tell them like, yeah, this is why I chose this name is because, mm. you know, these are going to be your guide parents. These are going to, you know, yeah. Send it to family and friends, joining exactly. into the community and welcoming it into the community. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think people need any excuse to bring this, your family together. And celebrate a baby that's been born. That's, yeah. uh, that's huge. And our wedding too. 
those are the two i i don't think i would do a funeral because i'm i, I don't know how old i hate i hate funerals <laughs> <laughs> so it would be a tough job for you to do. If I went yeah. there, maybe I would even I would just be reading while crying. You know, I don't even know the deceased. <laughs> so I wouldn't do it. No, but weddings and name giving. Uh, weddings and yeah. uh, naming ceremonies I would do because it's a happy occasion. Mm. So I don't do well with sad ones. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. Are you a celebrant? No, I'm not. Ah. <laughs> but I know um. celebrants are really happy for their role. Even those who perform funerals yeah. in our country, I, they think it's actually they think that the funerals are so uh, positive and inspirational. Mm-hmm. Even though it's a sad occasion. But everybody's so sad, yeah. gosh. But they're focusing on celebrating the life that has been lived. So mm-hmm. they they feel it's so rewarding to be a, to to lead a funeral. And mm-hmm. that's kind of interesting yeah, to hear. Well, yeah. Grand, uh, I mean, fair enough, yeah, but I know myself, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, then don't. Not yet. <laughs> uh, wedding, yes. Yeah. Naming, yes. Yeah. Funerals? No. No. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Ru, for talking to you. It's been an interesting story. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for giving me In the next episode, I'll be talking to Harrison. We'll be talking about human rights and how he lost his job because he participates in the public debate. I'm producing this podcast at my own expense, which means I will be forever grateful for any donations through tenet.dk. If you want to be a sponsor of the podcast and be mentioned in it, please contact me. Thank you for listening. You'll also find Babelfish on Facebook, and you can find me on my blog and on Instagram. Follow the links in the episode description. Until next time, be a happy human.